0: Love, Hope, Radio Good day to you it's Andrew Morgan the goals coach coming to you on the goals coach daily talking to you about all things achievement here to help you to get up get out and get going and to make a difference in your life and in the lives of those around you. This is a program that's brought to you by AboutGoals.com. AboutGoals.com is a website that we've put together to help you to achieve your goals and to provide some tools and some insight and some coaching uh, to help you to get it all done. Go visit AboutGoals.com and click on the Coaching Zone to find out how you can receive 30 days of goals coaching absolutely free as a part of our new Coaching Zone program you got? Gotcha. So this week, I was asking if you are having fun, man. Remember that show? It was all about fun. Finding that thing that you can you can bring into your into the work that you do and the goals that you're working on that just makes it. Fun. Well, we're going to flip the script a little bit because I've come to find out that there are not enough of us having fun at what we do. And the reason we're not having fun is because of a nasty five-letter word, stress. Today on the program, we're going to take an uncommon look at stress, and we're going to answer the question if stress and achievement uh, can coexist. And are they necessary? Is it necessary that you have a lot of stress in order to get ahead? Tell me if this if you if you can relate to this. Have you ever had a, a time when you were laying in bed at night just tossing and turning and thoughts were racing and you were thinking about everything from your bills to your mortgage, your health, the work deadlines that you have, something that someone said you that upset you? possible workload that you have, and the fact that not enough hours in the day to get it all done, the projects that are not moving fast enough, the projects that are moving too fast, all of the unopened emails that you have in your inbox and the danger that's lurking behind each and every one of those little bombs, You know, what you stand to lose if you don't get this thing done and and what you're going to lose if you don't turn that thing around and, and why some things are not working and the events that you have that are coming up that you're not prepared for and the demands that you have on your relationship. You toss and you turn and you toss and you turn and you cannot find sleep. You know, it's been said that you know you're under too much stress when you wake up screaming. And you realize that you haven't even gone to sleep yet. <laughs> wow! And you're just wide awake, man. You know you have too much stress when that's happening. You know, technology has increased the potential for higher productivity. Did you know that? The technology, what it is, it's actually increased potential for productivity. You combine that with global competition, and it's increased the demand For higher productivity, you combine that with our individual desire to attain and maintain a certain standard of living. You know, whatever it takes to get whatever the the things that we want and we feel we deserve. Bottom line is, we're required to do more today with less, and that's just a fact. You know, that's just a fact. We have to accept that the amount of productivity or output required of a person in your job, in your position today, is higher than it was 15 years ago. Okay? We get better at what we do, and then we have to do more of it. All right, that's fine. But what happens if we can't keep up with the demands of this busy world? Stress. When we find that we just feel like we can't keep up, like it's too much happening too fast, we get stressed this. To answer the question, what stress is exactly, picture this. You're standing on the, you're in Africa, you're in the banana, you're looking out over, over the lowlands, and there's a herd of zebras grazing about 40 yards away from you. Now, unbeknownst to that herd of zebra is a lion that's crouched down in the tall grass stalking them, just waiting for that opportunity to strike. And just like that, she does. And she goes from zero to 30 in what seems like two seconds. The zebra, does, they do the same thing. They take off. You know, both are literally running for their life. They're running for their life. The lion needs to eat in order to live, and the zebra needs to avoid the lion in order to live. In that moment, the stress response the stress response, that fight-or-flight response that we have in us, that, that all mammals have in them, it's operating at 100, at about the level of 100. You know, the lungs are, are pumping oxygen at high levels, and the heart is racing to pump that oxygen throughout the body so that the muscles can respond instantly, all right? it's it's This is live or die, okay? The muscles are tense, and they're ready to go. And you might be thinking, you know, that's just not the beginning, but I Okay, that's one way of looking at it, but another thing to consider is the fact that in the wild, in a natural state of stress induction, it only lasts for about three minutes, and then things go back to normal. You see, the zebra are not being chased by the lion for hours on end. The zebra are not spending the week just running straight from the – they're just running continuously from the lion. It's a burst, three minutes and it's over. Either the lion is full or the zebra lives another day. In our world, that stress that that stress response can last for a week. You know, something that naturally occurs for three minutes, boom, it's a big hit, and then it's over. In our life, it can last for a week. It can last for a month. It can last even longer than that. Robert Sapolsky, a, a uh, neurobiologist at Stanford University, he's the author of the best-selling book Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers stress, disease, and coping. You know, he shares that during those moments when the stress response is triggered, in addition to your heart and your lungs pumping and your muscles being ready to go, in addition to that are some things that are not so good for you if sustained over a long period of time. Your blood pressure increases because you have more, uh, the, the heart is pumping faster, the blood pressure goes up. Your other bodily functions are turned off so that your body can focus on surviving in the moment, okay? It's a life-threatening situation. Everything shuts down except the most necessary things that your body needs in order to escape or to pursue. Growth, that function of your body is, is turned off. Reproduction. That function of your body is turned off. Tissue repair, your immune system, and other systems and other parts of your other bodily functions become are considered non-essential. And when the stress response is triggered, it's kind of like your body saying, "We have to just, you know, forget about the extra stuff. We just need to focus on living. You know, if you don't survive this event, none of the other things are going to matter anyway." So your body's making the announcement: all hands on deck, all hands on deck. Life-threatening event. Shut down the relationship. Shut down competition. Narrow the brain. Sociability is out the window. Shut down bright and cheery. Be on the lookout for danger and threats. I repeat: life-threatening event. Life-threatening event. That's how it's happening. Except it stays on when you're in that high-stressed place. You know, think about it. When you're stressed out, okay. I'm going to get personal for a minute, all right? We're going to get personal here, all right? Think about this and be real. You don't have to answer this for anybody other than yourself, okay? It's just me and you. When you're stressed out, honestly, how sexy do you feel? I mean, how turned on are you when you are stressed out? You're not. That part of your body is shut down. It's just you're, you're, you're just basically trying to survive. You know, when you're stressed out, does your body feel stronger or weaker? It feels weaker. Are you more susceptible to colds and flu and other illnesses and diseases when you're stressed out? Yes, absolutely. You know, for years, doctors believed that stress was caused, that, that stress was the cause of, of ulcers, that ulcers came from stress. And it was in teen that they discovered that ulcers actually came from a bacteria in the stomach. All right, for years, you know, they thought it was your stress, your stress, and and because you're stressed, you have an ulcer. Well, later they realized, after realizing that the bacteria was causing that stress, they later realized that pretty much everybody had that bacteria in their stomach. So it wasn't just the bacteria in the stomach, because it's in everybody's stomach. They noticed that people who are stressed were more likely to develop ulcers. Why? Because in a prolonged state of stress, your immune system and the tissue repair become reduced functions so your body your body can't fight off that bacteria that's all that's naturally in most of our stomachs, so it wasn't that the stress was causing the the ulcer directly, the stress was just causing your body to to weaken, and it allowed something that was already in your body to take control and to to grow you know, I'm seeing people and if you're this person, hear me, please listen to this if you are this person, if this is something that 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 you're guilty of. Then please listen. we're gonna to get to some things you can do to change it but just right now I, people I know people who are i'm i'm I just got a message that i just someone just sent me a tweet that the that the that it's going in and out that the show is going in and out. Um I'm going to keep pressing on and if we have to re-record this later, we'll re-record it later, but but we'll just keep going for now. I just want you to know I did I did get your tweet. I I I've, I know people. I've seen people who are they they get in a highly stressed state and they go 100 miles per hour in that highly stressed state until they become physically ill. And it's only when they become physically ill that they can't do anything more that they feel like they really deserve a rest. You know, if that's you, if that describes you and where you are, then then understand that that's not the way to do it. Understand that that's not the way to get it done. All right? So stress, good thing, bad thing, it's a bad thing if you have too much of it for too long a period of time. What impact does stress have on your potential? What impact does stress have on your potential? Well, you know, to achieve a goal, we've we've talked about the fact that you need to have clarity, you need to have focus, you need to have energy, and you need to have uh, the right attitude. To achieve a goal, you need to have clarity, focus, energy, and the right attitude. Clarity is the ability to see where you're going and what you need to do next. Focus is the ability to concentrate your resources on a particular um, step. Uh, Energy is the ability to physically pursue your aim and and your energy, I'm sorry, and your attitude is is it's having that attitude or that belief that you can do it. Those are the big four when it comes to reaching those clarity, focus, energy, and attitude. What impact does stress have on your on those on the big four? Well, you know one of the symptoms of of being stressed. If you're wondering if you have too much stress or just enough stress, one of the symptoms, um, one of the cognitive symptoms is, is that you have memory problems. You know, have you ever been in a, in a situation where you, know, where you were called upon to give an answer, and in that moment, you felt that stress of, of, being, uh, of being kind of picked out of the crowd? And, and in that moment, the answer that you knew, that you know you knew the answer to, you just can't seem to find the answer. You know, memory problems. It's it's a common symptom of stress. Another symptom of stress is the inability to concentrate. Um, You know, when we talk about focus as being a necessary step to reaching your goal or being able to focus, you know, when we're in high stress situations over a long period of time, you, you lose the ability to concentrate. You have poor judgment. You know, as far as your attitude goes, you see the negative. You have you see the negative, and there's that constant worrying about what could happen. As far as the emotional symptoms go, in addition to that moodiness, you become irritable and short tempered. Yeah, you know, hey, I'm fighting for my life here. At least that's what it feels like. I don't care what you what's going on with you. What I, what's going on with me is the most important thing right now. When you're in that stress place, you ever feel like that? Yes. Agitation, the inability to relax, that feeling of overwhelm. That sense of loneliness and isolation, nobody knows. Yeah, the trouble that you've been through, you feel isolated, you feel alone. And then that, that that general feeling of unhappiness. From a physical standpoint, we talk about you have to have energy in order to reach your goals. You have aches and pains. When you're in a high-stress place, aches, pains, diarrhea, constipation, nausea, uh, being nauseous, um, being dizzy, chest pains, rapid heartbeats. You know I mean all of those are the things that that manifest themselves when we're in that high stress standpoint in that high stress place. so you know is stress good or bad for, um, for achievement to help in terms of you getting to the thing that you're trying to get to? It's a bad thing if you have too much stress, and too much stress is simply stress that you have over a, over a uh, sustained period of time, okay you know if you have a, a, if you're about to perform and you you're you know you have some stress before that you get the butterflies in the stomach that's okay that's actually going to kind of tighten things up in you so you can get out there and do your thing but if if the butterflies never go away it's not okay not a good thing that's a problem and so you know for those and, and also I want to tell you for those of you who who like to procrastinate you know, and there are a lot of people out there who, who struggle with procrastination. Uh, next week, we're going to do a special series, uh, a three-part three, three part series on procrastination. I have a surprise guest who will be joining us on the, uh, on the talk show as we're talking about overcoming procrastination. Because procrastination, uh, one of the, the challenges with procrastination is that you actually create the stress by waiting until the last moment. The last minute to get something done, and in that yes, you're able to focus because what you have to do seems like the most important thing in your life, but at the same time you're not as effective and you're not as uh you're not as effective when you when you're working from that stress place so again, next week and keep your eyes out for the the notice uh surprise guests that that I'm bringing in for a three part series on procrastination. On really how you get things going and how you get over procrastination if you suffer from it. Let's let's stay on our topic of stress and let's talk a moment about how we can turn this thing around. You know we know what it is now. Stress is it's it's a a response that that we have inside of us and it was there to help us to to survive at one point to either run from the the dinosaurs or, or chase down the dinosaur. Um, whether you're, you're dinner or, uh, you know, whether or not you're the hunter or you're, or you're the hunted. Um, but that's a very primal response that we have. The challenge today is that psychologically we trigger that, that stress response and we stay in those places of high stress. And when we stay in those places of high stress, we wear our bodies down. So how do we turn it around? First thing I want you to do, and to understand, rather, is that a big part of stress, a big component of stress. One of the things that causes and contributes to stress is the feeling of not having control over what's happening or what's about to happen to you. I want you to think about the the uh, the things that I mentioned earlier in the program. You know, I talked about tossing and turning and worrying about your bills and work and your work minds and 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 some other ones to you and and you know your impossible workload if those are things that you can manage if you feel as though you have it under control is there stress no you know it's you're you it that that feeling of not having control over what's happening is where a lot of stress comes from that's a big contributor to stress the the feeling of not having control so how do we turn that around well Simply apply a lot of what we've been talking about on this program uh, every day now since we started the program. You know, how do you gain control? One, you you make decisions. You make those decisions in advance and you live them throughout the day so that, um, you know, whatever's happening is happening based on the direction that you're taking it. Now, can you control everything in your life? No, but you can control the controllables. I mean think about it think about the things that are well within your control within your sphere of influence work from that place and and when you work in that place work from that you are taking one responsibility over uh the different pieces and parts and things that are happening in your life and with that with taking responsibility you are beginning to find control it's not what you have going on so much—it's the way in which you're responding to it, and it's that feeling that you're getting from it that's causing that tr- that that's causing um, the the stress response to be triggered. You know, years ago, the, the the first mentor that I ever had, very 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 successful business person, and um, in fact, at the time that I met him, he had about 300 um, 300 uh, locations. And and, um, and he was at that time, I think, one of the largest in, in his industry, and today he has almost 1,000 locations based on what he does, and they're not franchises, they're his. I'm um, big, you know, very, very, very successful business person. Um, took me under his wing for a period of time to kind of teach me um, a little bit about life and business and success and all those other things. One of the things that I learned from him, I, I learned by observation, and that was, you know, whenever he would, whenever we would end a conversation, he would always tell me, if you need anything, call him. That's how he always ended his conversation. <laughs> my life say that at that point in time and even today very few people tell you if you need anything call me because they're afraid that you're gonna what call them (laughs) so people generally don't open themselves up like that but he was always open and he said if you need anything call me and i would call him uh we would talk probably at least once a day about this thing that thing or the other and and he was almost like a coach you know the way that i coach people today on reaching their goals he was my coach before coaches were even uh were even really popular this was in the 80s and I noticed the contrast in that I had a, a friend who, um, you know, she was an office manager, and whenever I would call her, she was always too busy. There was too much going on, and, and she couldn't talk. And and I noticed and I remember thinking, you know, okay, here, you know, here um, Dennis is. He has a huge business with a lot of responsibilities and a lot going on. He's running, you know, multi-million dollar company. That's doing some pretty big things in his industry. And on the other hand, you know, here's here's who is just struggling to reach the office. And to realize that through observation that the difference was the fact that, you know, he worked within his sphere of influence and his sphere of influence grew. And he worked and And managed his controllables well, yeah, he had other people to delegate things to, but trust me, the weight of what he had to manage um could anyone anyone on the line could find stress in that because there was a lot that he had to manage, so learning to control your controllables is key uh, as it relates to your your success and 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 your achievement, and it 's really all about uh, it 's really all about perception all right the other other thing that contributes to. Uh, that contributes to, to stress is the feeling of uncertainty, just not knowing, you know, what dangers lurk around the next corner. And we talk, we've we talked about this, you know, your self-confidence and, and that feeling of, of being fearless. All of those steps that you can take are things that will actually help to reduce stress. And it's not to say that you're, you're you know, you're going to become delusional and think that you're superman or super It's just realize that what you have, in your life, you can influence or you can have an impact on if you don 't relinquish that influence, uh, you can actually begin to work from within those things that you can control and most of the other things you know they say worry is just uh, it, it's it's negative visualization it 's visualizing a future that very often does not come to pass that 's really what it is, and that 's where the stress comes from so you know take control, take that bull by the horns. Um look for those things that you are able to control. Look for those things that you are able to impact and influence. You decide the on your big four. You make the decision as to how you're going to feel when you wake up in the morning. And you make that decision by, first of all, just stating it. You make it by stating it. And then you live that statement throughout the day. All right, So uh, another tip on on how you can how you can gain control over the controllables and how you can alleviate that feeling of uncertainty, again is it's it's you know it's what we've talked about. Invest time in strengthening your body. You know when your body is physically weak, when you're physically uh, our body's in a in a negative state or place physically, then yeah, stress has an opportunity to kind of grow and to swell. Uh, make sure you're getting sleep. You know, make sure you're getting sleep. I was just talking to a coaching client of mine, and and you know, she was telling me how she was struggling with the 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 racing thoughts, you know, and and just you know, at night, just so many things that she had going on, the thoughts would just continue to go, and they you know, just kind of shutting it off was was difficult. You know, make a habit of of keeping a, a pad, a notebook, with you, and just take the drama to the page. Don't allow your mind, your thoughts to just keep running like that. Get them out of your head and look at them, and then you can decide whether or not it's something that's actionable or not. Most cases, it's something that's actionable, but now is not the time to act upon it. You know, David Allen, I think, um, did a great job of explaining uh, the way in which the mind works when when you're uh, from a time management standpoint in that, you know, your brain has the ability to recall a great number of things, but it's kind of like a computer with uh, pop-up verses on it. it. Things just pop. So, so you're at work and you're thinking about home something that you need to do at home or uh, you know you're, you're sitting in church and you're thinking about something you need to do at work and what's happening is you're not in a place where you can actually do anything about it so the stress comes up from just recalling it and worrying about it you know learn to take that drama to the page get it out of your head write it down and if it's something that you need to act on act on it when you can act on it but in that moment seize what that or, or take advantage of what that particular moment has to offer. And at night, what night has to offer you is an opportunity to shut your body down and go to sleep. So make sure that you get sleep. Make sure that you 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 get enough sleep to keep your body strong. Um, another thing th- that you can do to help you to take control of your controllables um, is to really as, you know as we say, know where you're going. Know what's what's uh, what's in store. What's ahead for you, and, and the unknowns are, are, are the unknowns, but you can decide on some things that you're going to have in front of you, and just know that stress, being in that place where stress is way that getting things in, has a price they are paying for it, and you don't want to make the habit of only doing things when you absolutely feel like you have to. And for the person who procrastinates and for the person who, um, who lives with stress and tries to, and uses stress to, to move things forward, just become aware of, again, the impact that it has on your body when that becomes the way in which you operate most of the time. We want to avoid that. So got stress? Take control. Take control of what you can control. Your attitude is always something that's at your discretion. Your attitude is always something that you can control. Take control of that. Make some decisions in advance. And also gain some perspective. You know, three years from now, five years from now, 100 years from now, will it really matter? Come on. I mean, we've all heard that as, a I think, a key way to deal with stress. 100 years from now, will anybody care what it was that was stressing you out today? No we don't live in the future and i'm not telling you to but again understand some perspective on what's happening there's really not a uh, line chasing you down trying to issue, you, unless you're the word zoo but thing all together different you know there's really not the, the you know the, there's really not the danger that you feel is there and when you treat A normal situation as a dangerous situation chances are self-fulfilled prophecy will lead you in the wrong direction all right so stress got to get rid of it and this show is here to help you to do that a couple of tools that you'll find uh should see it on the uh on the 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 broadcast board here um, about goals the the journals that we've put together are uh, really just blank page journals Um, with quotes in it and just you know every five pages or so there's a different quote to help you to to gain perspective and and just things some of some of the things that i've I've, uh, tweeted on twitter um, you'll find there and the whole purpose of those journals is so that you have some place where you can kind of get it out of your head and get it down on paper and so also so that you can have a place where you can find some reminders so um, if you're if you can't stop those racing thoughts go get yourself a copy of of uh, the goals there are are three of them the blank journal is a graphic uh, page uh, journal and the other one is a lined journal so whatever floats your boat and whatever suits your fancy um, pick up a copy of it you can find it just click on the the link there and get yourself a copy of it and, and use it as a way to to minimize the stress that you're feeling if you're living with too much stress that being said and I've said enough. I'm going to give your day back over to you. I thank you so much for tuning in and I do welcome your comments and your questions uh, and your feedback on the program. There's a there's a, a button that you can you can uh click on the on the page if you're listening to the show on Blog Talk Radio. You can you can give me a comment. Let me know how it's going. Let me know if the show is is, um, is something that's been helpful to you. And also, if you have some ideas on some some topics for the future, let me know there as well. Uh, that is the show for today. This has been Andrew Morgan, the goals coach, telling you to get up, get out, and get going. For as long as you are alive, live. Live fully and live without any regrets. I want you to know that the world is a perfect place because you, my friend, are in it. Just make sure that what you do today is an affirmation of that truth. We'll talk to you tomorrow, same time. Bye-bye now.